John chapter 7 and our verse for consideration this evening there's there in verse 46 the officers answered you see the officers have been sent out to arrest the Lord they have returned and they returned empty handed and the officers answered never man spake like this man and here we have another example of our wonderful Lord never man spake like this man a question had arisen among the Jews who had gone up to Jerusalem for the Feast of Tabernacles the question focused upon the true identity of the Lord Jesus Christ the matter that was up for de debate was whether or not Jesus of Nazareth was the promised Messiah verse 26 look at verse 26 but lo he speaketh boldly and they say nothing unto him do the rulers know indeed that this is the very Christ verse 27 how be it we know this man whence he is but whom Christ cometh no man knoweth whence he is verse 31 and many of the people believed on him and said when Christ cometh will he do more miracles than these which this man hath done some wondered was this the promised Messiah was this the promised Christ could it be possible that the carpenter's son Galilee was actually the one about whom the prophets wrote Israel's long-awaited Redeemer the long-awaited Messiah evidently some were convinced that indeed this was him for they said this is the Christ verse 41 but then on the other hand there were those who were equally convinced equally convinced that the stranger of Galilee was not the Messiah but an imposter a deceiver of the people for we read so there was a division among the, the, the people because of him and some then would have taken him but no man laid hands on him verses 43 and 44 and those who wanted to take him or apprehend him were the Pharisees and the chief priests verse 32 same old enemies of Christ far from believing that he was the promised Messiah 
the enemies of Christ saw him as nothing more than a common criminal who must be apprehended must be tried and put to death that's right with this in mind they sent officers to arrest the Lord with that intent of bringing him back trying him and putting him to death verse 32 sometime later the officers returned and as they returned they didn't have the prisoner with them no they had failed to apprehend him and so returned and they handled they didn't arrest the Lord and were immediately challenged by those who had sent them and asked why have you not brought him verse 45 the answer that was given was probably not what they expected they may have expected the officers to say he eluded us he eluded us or his disciples and followers prevented us from arresting him but of course the answer that they were given was none of those things and the answer that they were given was something they did not expect why have you not brought him the officers answered never man spake like this man that's all they said never man spake like this man what a wonder this is that these ungodly men had themselves been apprehended had themselves been arrested by the ministry of the Lord Jesus the preaching of Christ had made them prisoners they couldn't <coughs> do anything to arrest the Lord never a man spake like this man this demonstrates for us how his word listen how his word is able to disarm the fiercest enemy conquer the strongest foe put down the greatest opposition and render helpless all of his and our enemies never man speak like this man these officers were sent to take him and armed with their swords and their spears but when they heard him speak they were powerless they were powerless to use their weapons against him instead they were captivated they were charmed they were conquered themselves by what they had heard 
for their testimony was never a man spake like this man so what was it about Christ and his ministry his preaching his speech his word that led these officers to say never a man spake like this man that caused them to come back empty handed what have you not taken him never a man spake like this man what a wonderful testimony of a wonderful Lord we notice first of all then these officers have been apprehended and no doubt one of the reasons that they said never man spake like this man was because Christ was a plain speaker a plain speaker we know that we can say that for a fact we have the gospels you read through them and you'll find as no doubt you have already done so you'll find that Christ is a plain speaker what he had to say and how he said it must have captivated the men who were sent to arrest them and that's why they came back and said never a man spake like this man this would indicate listen this would indicate that they had heard others speak they had heard other public speakers they had other heard other <coughs> preachers but after hearing Christ they said never man spake like this man and so they concluded first of all Christ was a superior speaker because they said never man the officers believed that the Lord Jesus was superior to any other speaker or preacher they had ever heard never man spake like this man that word never those officers when they said never use a very strong word for the word never means never at any time you think of that never at any time had they heard anybody as a speaker or preacher better or superior to Christ never at any time the Lord himself used that word when he spoke about the day when false prophets would be judged by him he said Matthew 7 verse 23 and then will I profess unto them this is the Lord Jesus speaking <coughs> as the judge of the false prophet and then will I profess unto them I never same word I never knew you depart from me ye that work 
iniquity. And so the Lord said to those false prophets, I never at any time knew you. False prophets. No doubt they went out up and down the land professing to know the word, to know the scriptures, to know the God of heaven. But the Lord Jesus said on the day of judgment, I will say unto you, I never knew you. Never at any time depart from me ye that work iniquity. Again, the same word is used by those who observe the Savior's healing power. He healed the man who was sick of the palsy. And what did they say? When they saw the Lord heal the man sick of the palsy, Mark 2 and verse 12, they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, we never, same word, saw it on this fashion. <coughs> in other words, never at any time No, not even at any time had they ever seen such a miracle. And after the officers had listened to Christ speak and preach, they came back and behind it and said, never at any time have we heard anyone speak like this man and believer there never was never has been never will be a preacher of the word like Christ he's our wonderful Lord never have we ever heard are those in his day never at any time had they heard anyone superior to Christ said by Apollos Acts 8 verse 24 that he was an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures <coughs> but listen Jesus Christ was more eloquent and even mightier in the scriptures because never man spake like this man <laughs> whatever was said about Apollos Christ was superior Paul said of himself that his speech and preaching was not with the enticing words of man's wisdom but a demonstration of the spirit and power and so Paul didn't look upon himself as an eloquent man for he said not with the enticing words of man's wisdom but when Jesus Christ who is wisdom preached his sermons demonstrated the spirit's power in such a way as none as none had seen or heard the like before never any time 
Have we heard a man speak like this man? Not wonderful to have that said about your Savior and about our Lord. That's why we entitled our message tonight, Our Wonderful Lord. He's wonderful, of course, in many, many areas. Luther was a great preacher. John Calvin was a great preacher. John Knox was a great preacher. Jonathan Edwards was a great preacher. George Whitfield was a great preacher. Samuel Rutherford, Robert Murray McShane, Andrew Bonner. And you know something? When people went and cried about the Metropolitan Tabernacle in London to hear Spurgeon, know how they described him? They said, see it, Spurgeon was the prince of preachers. Ah, but wait. Christ was the king of preachers. He was the king of kings in every area because never man spake like <coughs> this man. Not only was he a su superior speaker, <coughs> We can say that Christ was a simple preacher. Simple. Why would we say that? Because generally the civil authorities did not employ the most refined individuals when they employed these officers for the of the Pharisees. They didn't have the greatest intellect. A rough hand, a keen eye, and a bold spirit were the principal qualifications for an officer. Yet, when they heard Christ never a man spake like this man that was their testimony that was their testimony of these unholy ungodly officers regarding the preaching of Christ never a man spake like this man he must have spoken with such plainness that they were able to understand them they were able to understand them there was always in his teaching a depth so vast that the greatest human intellect could not fathom yet he spake with such plainness of speech that the uneducated man could understand them. We want to get a hold of that. He was able to speak with such plainness and simplicity that the most uneducated of men 
we're able to understand him. That's our wonderful Lord. Mark chapter 12. I love this verse. <coughs> Mark 12. <coughs> verse 35. Mark 12, 35. <coughs> Jesus answered and said, when he taught in the temple, I say, the scribes that Christ is the son of David. For David himself said, by the Holy Ghost, the Lord said to my Lord, sit thy on my right hand till I make thine enemies thy footstool. David therefore himself calleth him Lord. And whence is he? Then his son. Listen to these words. And the common people heard him gladly. The common people heard him gladly. Common people we all know what that means just the ordinary man as it were the ordinary man in the street <coughs> not necessarily <coughs> greatly educated the common people <coughs> heard him gladly that <coughs> word gladly common people heard him gladly that word gladly means sweetly with relish the common people heard him with relish heard him sweetly with relish the words of Christ were as sweet notes of a song in the ears of the common people the common people relished the preaching of Christ because he used words that they could understand. Use words they could understand. They could have said of Christ's preaching, his lips are like lilies dropping sweet smelling myrrh. Never man spake like this man. But the simple plain preaching of Christ not only attracted the common people but children children how often do we read in the gospels of children being present <coughs> when Christ delivered his discourses children were attracted to Christ the preacher because he spoke in short sentences using words of no more than three syllables he often spoke in parables listen he often spoke in parables about eggs about scorpions about shepherds about sheep about candles about bushels he used everyday objects that of course children could identify with and know 
he had the intellect to design to design the universe he had the intellect to design the universe then the power to speak it into being that's our wonderful Lord the intellect to design the, the universe and the power to speak it into being able to explain the hidden things of God why? because he is God that's right because he is God it is true a thousand times true never man spake like this man the common people heard him gladly the children heard him gladly <coughs> the officers were charmed and came back empty handed and said never man spake like this man amazing isn't it so Christ was the superior <coughs> speaker he was a simple speaker I have to say he was a straightforward preacher <coughs> the Lord Jesus did not speak <coughs> simply to please men <coughs> no but his mission was to do his father's will and his mission was to deliver his father's word regarding his straightforward speaking and preaching he did it fearlessly that's right the Lord Jesus could have said as Paul did to his congregation I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God as the Paul said Christ could say that to you Paul was able to say it because that's how Christ spoke and that's how Christ preached have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God Acts 20 and verse 27 some preachers you know they tailor their message to suit the crowd they are addressing not wanting to offend anybody not so with Christ for it didn't matter who was in this congregation Pharisees, scribes, Sadducees, Herodians, priests and elders he fearlessly declared unto them and said what he had to say and what must be said to those individuals who could forget you read over in Matthew 23 I'll not take time to read it tonight but who can forget every woe that he pronounced against those hypocrites 
pronounced the woe and every woe was like the toll of a bell woe unto you scribes and Pharisees hypocrites woe unto you scribes and Pharisees and hypocrites woe unto you ye blind guides woe unto you scribes and Pharisees and hypocrites you can read through them all Matthew 23 verses 13 to 29 no he wasn't finished anger with them because he concluded his discourse against these scribes and Pharisees and hypocrites by saying ye serpents ye generation of vipers how can ye escape the damnation of hell <laughs> Christ knew how to deal with the, with the hypocrites he knew how to deal with those false those false leaders religious leaders those blind leaders of the blind <coughs> there are some if you told them that's how Christ preached they wouldn't believe you no they wouldn't believe you for the only sermon that they're familiar with is the Sermon on the Mount the Sermon on the Mount but the one who sat on the Mount preached with great tenderness and with great power and with great force <coughs> whenever he denounced those religious leaders and called them hypocrites and said how will he escape the damnation of hell I tell you whether he was on the mount preaching or in the temple preaching the verdict was the same never man spake like this man not only was he fearless he was faithful he was faithful no one I say no one was more faithful to the word in his preaching ministry in the Lord Jesus Christ <coughs> for it is written Revelation 3 verse 14 these things saith the Amen Christ is the Amen the beginning of the creation of the sorry these things saith the Amen the faithful and true witness as Christ the beginning of the creation of God he's the Amen he's the faithful and true witness Revelation 3.14 he's the faithful and true witness and Jesus Christ is as faithful as God why? because he is God praise his name 
He is God. That's why they said of him, never man spake like this man. When they heard him speak, they were listening to God speak. He was faithful when he spoke about sin and repentance. He was faithful when he spoke about heaven and hell. He was faithful with his words of rebuke or encouragement. He was faithful when he spoke about holiness and when he spoke about worldliness. He was faithful all the way through. He held nothing back, did not compromise, did not water down the word, but declared faithfully all the counsel of God. Remember what the Father said of him? This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased here ye him give attention to my son give attention to what he says and who would not want to hear him who would not want to hear such a speaker such a preacher of whom it was said Never a man spake like this man. We've almost finished the first point, but I'll finish the rest of the first point and then the end of the rest of the message, Lord willing, next week. <coughs> We've considered so far Christ superior speaker Christ simple speaker Christ the straightforward speaker next Sabbath day I want to look at Christ the sincere speaker for you never tire of studying the life and the earthly, earthly ministry of the Lord Jesus never tire I could spend all my days in the Gospels. And wherever the Lord has mentioned from Genesis to Revelation. Because He is our wonderful Lord. And the Lord bless His word to our hearts this evening. Let's bow in prayer. Oh dear Lord and loving God, we <coughs> Bless thee for the person, the work, ministry of the Lord Jesus, our Redeemer. What a wonderful Lord we have. Lord, write thy word upon our hearts this evening. May we encourage ourselves in the Lord. Again, Lord, give us a greater love for the Word, for the Book. Be with us now, Lord, this evening. We make our way home. <clears throat> Be with us, Lord, throughout this week. 
Keep our hand, thy hand up upon us and we're going out and coming in. Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be our abiding portion now and forevermore. Amen.